Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Coming at you live in the heart of Lincoln, America. I say, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Enrique Alvarez Cleary. We're off to a newsy start in the Husker world uh, today, so plenty to talk about here on the Ticket Water Cooler. Uh, I'm Jake Bachman here with Rico. It is our first show of the week, as once again Adam Carricker has, uh, has barged through our time slot on uh, in, on Monday because he's bigger than us, and so he's a bully and he can do what he wants. Ah, he's not a bully. He's, he's not a, a great bully. guy. I'm just kidding. He is bigger than us, though. He is bigger yeah, than us. Yeah, so he I can mean, definitely if, beat both of us If up. it did come down to like a <laughs> fight for the hour on Monday, yeah. I think he would still win. Yes. So there, there is no fighting over it. He can have it. If we both took him on at once, you think he two still, men? No, he yeah, still wins. There's no because the thing is, he'll stiff arm one of us into the ground, <laughs> and honestly, that person probably gets off easy. Yeah, all he has to as do long is as you hit just each stay one down. of us once, and I think we're probably yeah. Done. yeah. I look if I dodge one, I'll grab him, but then that's <laughs> that, like I'm not gonna do anything to him. Yeah, there's there's also that. There's not much we can do to inflict pain on him. So. So he's got he's got Mondays and, I and guess Fridays he, as well. I guess he can keep it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we won't. Uh, as 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 things usually come down to just uh, physical, uh, who's stronger than the other? That's uh, that's how the world works these days. Yeah, whatever. Uh, no, that's no, fine. No. <laughs> that's fine. He does no. a great job on Mondays. Yeah, yeah. We're go- obviously glad to have Adam Kierker, but as part of the ticket family, just making some jokes here as we start the show. Uh, but no joke. Uh, of course, Nebraska has to get down to their eighty-five scholarship limit, um, and it's interesting to see if they'll get down to even more than that if they want to add some uh, players from the portal not a whole lot of news uh yesterday over the weekend kind of waiting to see if anybody would jump in the transfer portal well we got a first edition today uh out of the quarterback room Richard Torres entering the transfer portal I think it's important to remember too with these guys um fought through spring I mean we're really trying to make the the Husker team you would assume I'm not going to speak for them but I think as this news comes out uh just remember I don't know how much of this choice is up to them so just if you're a Husker fan, don't, you know, don't tweet at him or anything. Yeah, yeah just leave. You should have been more loyal. Who do you? Yeah. So Richard Torres off the transfer portal. Of course, uh, interesting in in a variety of ways. He did uh, play. We only got one public viewing of, of of Richard Torres because he was hurt coming in out of high school. Redshirted last year, uh, was 9 of 18 uh, for 66 yards and an interception to Phelan Sanford in the spring game. Um, but always kind of seemed like, you know, a guy that doesn't necessarily fit uh, the room as far as what the rest of the guys bring to the table. Big arm, not necessarily too mobile, uh, so there might be a better offensive fit for him. I think that's intriguing as we were, you know, we are talking a lot on the captain about, you know, what, are, are they going to go more with the best quarterback? Are you going to go with the best kind of fit to your system as far as Jeff Sims and Casey Thompson? Does this signify, you know, maybe just because it's the first or, or, or maybe uh, for some people, maybe an expectation. Does this signify that Nebraska is definitely going to value the ground game from from the quarterback to you? Um, I don't know if that's what it signals as much as it just shows that. Um, and I don't even know if it shows Richard Torres just had a feeling that he probably wasn't going to get much playing time 
definitely not this season or the coming seasons if he had stayed at Nebraska because if Nebraska is to continue in their pursuit of Dylan Riola and if he comes here, you would have to think that the number one overall prospect in the country of whatever year um, is going to get a, a larger chance at becoming the starter at whatever school he ends up going to. So I think Richard Torres just kind of saw the writing on the wall and thought if he truly wants some playing time, um, whether it be this season or next season, that he would probably get that at a, at a different school. Um, you could look at it as a emphasis on the quarterback running game because if you look at Richard Torres, you know you look at the last two quarterbacks that that Frost and company um, recruited and brought to campus: Heinrich Harburg, Richard Torres, big guys with big arms. The only difference between them is Heinrich Harburg more more of a running quarterback than Richard Torres. Torres more of a pocket passer. Um, has enough, you know, legs to get out out of pressure in the pocket, but you're not going to see him scrambling for 25 yards and, and scoring, you know, uh, 10 touchdowns on the ground any season. So um, I, I think that that's also a part of it. Just his his style didn't really fit with what they were looking for. But I, I do believe that he's going to be a very successful quarterback wherever he ends up because, as you've heard coming out of practice, the dude has a cannon. He's he's very accurate, very poised in the pocket. So um, I, I think that he'll be successful wherever he goes. It just wasn't meant to be here at Nebraska. Yeah, it was kind of interesting just him signing at Nebraska because obviously you're coming off the, the Adrian Martinez um, run at Nebraska and you're kind of thinking that maybe that's where Scott Frost's offense um, was going to be stuck is, is to have a mobile quarterback or would be most uh, utilized, obviously. Um, and so, I, I mean, I always thought it was kind of a weird fit to begin with. Um, of course, then when you bring in uh, Whipple and, 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 you know, Casey Thompson, then maybe that kind of opens up, uh, opens up an avenue there uh, for him to play. But, I mean, I, th I still think he is going to be uh, a, a good game for somebody out of the portal we didn't see again too much of him outside of the spring game because he, he's still coming off that injury um didn't play in the highest level in texas out of san antonio mm -hmm. um and so there were kind of some questions there uh, so i mean he's definitely kind of on the prospect list and that's where he entered the spring and you know you wonder if, if things maybe had gone a little bit differently seemed like heinrich harburg uh, rose to kind of that third position. Mm -hmm. um, you know, maybe it was kind of that camp battle that led him to believe, okay, this is this. Maybe you know, maybe the coaches value something else. Maybe he thought he you know played better and didn't get uh, the move up the depth chart that he wanted. Uh, but regardless, he he gave a very good you know kind of send off uh, to the transfer portal on his Twitter, including uh, thanking Coach Rule and staff. So you know, it doesn't seem like there's a little a lot of hurt feelings or anything involved here. Uh, and you do wonder too. I mean, is this the start of the cut? that we expect to see, I don't want to say cuts again, sorry, mm. NFL style, uh, but it's just the start of getting down to the scholarship level uh, that we expect to see again by the 30th because that's, you know, that would be the best way to get it done, which is this Sunday um, so that those kids have an opportunity the, uh, to, to look around and, 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 and start to get recruited. So, um, you know, is that the start of this or is this maybe something – uh, to the side, Richard Torres just kind of deciding on himself uh, that, that that this was not the move, this was not the the place for him, and he was going to move on. Uh, we'll see, and, and I think we'll we'll start to see, especially if you start to see more guys entering the transfer portal in the coming days. Uh, any any last thoughts on Richard Torres? Uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look at his recruiting profile to kind of see uh, where else he was being recruited to, just to see um, where you. Oop. First one that pops up, Colorado. Kansas State. Oh, Kansas State, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of the other schools that were recruiting him that he got offers from, just to just to see where 
And this isn't like an exact science. It's not like, oh, well, they were recruiting him, so obviously they're going to bring him in and he's going to be their next quarterback. This is just some teams that um, might be one of the first ones to reach out that might be looking to add him to their roster. Kansas State, San Diego State, Tulsa, UNLV, Utah, UTSA, Washington State. I think he'd fit really well at, at Utah and Washington State. I think those two would be really good. I mean, honestly, Kansas State would be the same way. They don't need a running quarterback, as you saw after Adrian went down. Um, I don't even remember who their backup was. But, Will Howard. Yeah, Will Howard. He wasn't, he wasn't you know, a, a threat with his legs. He could run. He could move. But for the most part, he was in, in the pocket dicing teams up, handing the ball off to Deuce, uh, Deuce Vaughn. So uh, I think Kansas State would also be a pretty good – and this you know, tells you how many quarterbacks they have in their roster. So this says they have three on their roster for Kansas State. Um, as far as places he visited, too, it says on his Husker bio, he chose Nebraska after also visiting Kansas State. They only have three quarterbacks on the roster. And they've got a pretty good, uh, you know, kind of uh, taste in their mouth from from getting a, a, from an eight, a, a Nebraska, Nebraska transfer. Yeah, so like, oh, wait a minute. Let's so, do it again. <laughs> so we're just reading tea leaves and projecting him to Kansas State at this point. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. six foot five, two hundred and ten pounds. I'm sure he's he's you know heavier than that now. I'm sure he put on some weight here at Nebraska. So uh, six foot five quarterback Apparently with a strong arm because he's listed at six four two fifty. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what did they do to him? Oh, Richie. Nah, he'll be fine. Nah, he's good. Wherever he ends up, like I said, wherever he ends up, I think he'll be successful. Strong arm quarterback, uh, good pocket presence. So um, we wish him the best. Yeah. And this isn't the end. We were making fun of Colorado for having 18 players enter the portal. They've had 41 players in the portal since Dion took over, since he gave that gave that speech about his Louis bags uh, come in. And one of his coaches said 20 to 28 of you or something like that won't be on the roster uh, this coming season. Well, it's up to 41 now. And we, we love to make fun of Colorado and, and whatever, but... But Nebraska's going to have to go through kind of the same thing. It might not be, to that extent, 18 players in one day. But you're going to have to cut down 10 players, uh, what, 10, 15 players at least? The interesting thing is I at least project Nebraska not, again, kind of like this Richard Torres move, um, is that they're going to probably cut guys that don't have a whole lot of returning production. Again, I said cut. Sorry, uh, but they're going to let guys it. go to the portal. Yeah, at this point, we you understand what's it. going it's on. Fine. Uh, but uh, but you know, Colorado's and and that's what I've, I found fascinating. I read this out earlier, but per Bill Connolly, these numbers are just crazy as far as the returning production that they've lost. Boo. Five of eight offensive linemen. Oh, is there another one? Victor Jones Jr. Victor Jones Jr. The past the year portal. at UNL has been great, but in life, but in life, well, hold on. Great, but it life goes on. First of all, I'd like to thank God for me even having the opportunity, but I would also like to thank Coach Rule, Coach Sat, and Coach McGuire for giving me the opportunity to play for this team and compete. But with that being said, I will be entering my name in the transfer portal with four years of eligibility. So there you go. I think we got our, our, our answer there. I think exit meetings are going on. Yep. <laughs> uh, which, I think, we, which we're expected. I think things have been happening uh, <laughs> since the spring game ended. We are now two, two transfer portal entries deep. Richard Torres, Victor Jones Jr. So what it looks like is uh, some of the younger guys who were recruited by the previous staff. And also keep this in note: two members of the red team this past Saturday. Oh how many, no! How many red, red team? How many red team squad members are we gonna lose? Uh, Victor Jones, though. Uh, Victor Jones Jr. First of all, great wide receiver name. Sounds like he's gonna yeah. be a good wide receiver at least. Uh, six foot one, hundred ninety-five pound uh, receiver in the portal. Like you said, redshirt freshman class, so he's still got four years left to play. Um, 
you know, not a whole lot more to say about him. He's just kind of, been, you know, didn't really have a whole lot of time to develop here. Nope. Um, but didn't didn't play right away and did finish you know, the other day with two receptions, ten yards for the red team. Mm-hmm. That was uh that was one of the ones that we were really excited about when he was recruited. He was brought in. Uh, it says recruited by Sean Beckton and Mickey Joseph uh, on his twenty four seven profile. Uh, it was one of the ones that we were more more excited for. Kind of a, a bigger bodied wide receiver, kind of getting away from um, what they had recruited in in previous years. Uh, a guy from uh, Orlando, Florida, Olympia High School. We were looking at him and thinking, yes, this is going to be you know the future uh, of Nebraska's wide receiver room, a fast guy with some size, some good hands. Um, it was one year in, so you can't even say he didn't develop into what you what you wanted right. him to. Uh, this is just you know a guy who redshirted his first year, probably didn't think he was going to get much play at Nebraska whether it be this year, next year, whatever. So he's entering the portal, and, and we'll see where he ends up. Another guy that uh, had some some decent, decent offers, second offer on, on his list, Arkansas. That would be a pretty good school. You know, they, they like to sling the ball around quite a bit. So Yeah. I know Cincinnati and Kentucky, other other teams that were after him, at least as a high school product. The wide receiver room, and, and those were guys, again, you know, <laughs> there's been people or fan accounts online uh, projecting which 12 guys they want to get cut and stuff like that. That's not necessarily a good thing to do. Uh, so, you know, professionals or, or we call ourselves professionals. Professionals uh, don't <laughs> haven't necessarily done that. But I, I think this was a guy that from the outside looked like he was going to have to make a move in the spring just because of how much they added to the wide receiver room. Of course, with Joshua Fleeks, Billy Kemp, they brought back IGC. They brought back Xavier Betts. Um, and, and so you're just kind of adding a lot. And then, of course, they they had a lot of the true freshman receivers uh, coming into Nebraska uh, kind of left these guys. And, and I wonder how many of those, these guys are going to be, because uh, w- when you do that sort of projection, you know, you're kind of thinking, okay, well, these guys helped. These guys are part of the new guys they brought in. And then there's this group of redshirt freshmen, sophomores um, that are there that haven't played yet that you say, well, it's not necessarily fair to them because they haven't had the chance to develop. Um, you know, not everybody can come and play right away and play a significant role, mm-hmm. but Again, numbers-wise, those are some of the guys that are kind of left out. So, again, I'm going to be interested to see how many of those those guys have a lot lot left to uh, lot left to, to be seen for their college career. Uh, but, again, uh, that's the news there. Victor Jones Jr., as well as Richard Torres, hitting the transfer portal. And we might see, uh, it sounds like maybe exit interviews are going on. Uh, we might see more throughout the day. We'll keep you updated on that stuff as well. We'll take a quick break here on the Ticket Water Cooler as we're up against it. Uh, but uh, we will return and talk about a little bit of scheduling, scheduling news for Nebraska basketball and, of course, the game moved to Friday, Nebraska and Illinois. The announcement yesterday, we didn't get to have our thoughts on it here on the Ticket Water Cooler, so we will do that coming up next here on 93.7 The Ticket.